0: Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, you strip off your old form of nature, put off and discard your old unrenewed self, which characterized, listen to this, listen to this, which characterized your previous manner of life. In other words, your previous manner of life had a characterization to it. And when that previous form of life is brought over into this life that you call saved, then something is wrong with the conversion. And somebody is delusional. Woo, my God. We we still see you doing the same thing. And we learn today in prayer. This is a critical hour, people. We are living in a critical hour. And you cannot afford for Jesus Christ not to be with you. Go back to uh, a word that we a word that we 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 fell upon this morning when we start talking about the air strike, When we start talking about the air strike, and I want to read that to you again. Uh, we're on strike, which means we're we have decided that the enemy is not going to invade our lives anymore. And he's not going to just have free course to just come in and out of our lives at will. Not going to do that. We're not going to let him do that. Um, And so for that reason, the Lord called a strike. And so when you are dealing with with strikes per se, you have to consider also the different ways that uh, that word strike is used. Uh, Number one, it, it is used when... An individual uh, is, is, is protesting a, a particular condition. And, and so we strike when we are doing the job, but we're not getting paid for the job that we're doing. In other words, we are believers, but many of us are not seeing the benefit of what um, God has promised us, and we have to find out why. You know, we, we, we can't just, um, and I'm going to say this, we can't just settle as sufferers. You know, we can't just be settled as sufferers. In other words, I'm going to just settle with the fact that um, the promises are just not happening in my life when the Lord has promised us that we are going to receive it. And so when you look at that word strike, you can also look at the word strike meaning to hit something, to, to hit something with a weapon, to use what you have to defend yourself, strike, that's what you do. And so another form of striking is to strike a blow, which I just explained, but also it it means um, that there will come a time when the military will call on an airstrike, an airstrike, and that's when you take the enemy by surprise. And let's look at that word, airstrike. Airstrike is the bombing or, Strafing, and you can pronounce it strafing and strafing, strafing or strafing, of a city, of an enemy, or a force. And so when something is in the process of being strafed, it is being attacked from above. And that's what our jobs are as, as, as believers, you know, and this is the reason why we go in the realm of the spirit. We don't go in the realm of the spirit so we can dance and shout and people can be all excited and, and, and we can say, look at what God is doing and I felt good and, and God really blessed me today. No, no, that's not the reason why we are given permission to go into the realm of the spirit. We're given permission to go into the realm of the spirit because we become God's airmen because we are ambassadors. Are you hearing that? We become the people that God depends upon, that his spirit can move through us vicariously. That's right. We are agents of the Lord, which means we have the ability to speak on heaven's behalf. And so in order for us to understand what the right of the believer is down here, we must be high enough to be able to see and hear what God is saying about it. And that's why the book of Habakkuk tells us to come up hither, so that you can hear and I can allow you to know things that you've never known before and that you would understand what is to come, things that you've never seen before. And so this is why we get in the air and this is why we operate the way that we do. While I was uh, teaching this morning in prayer, and, and thank you many of you who have joined the prayer strike, Prayer Strike 3000, while I was teaching today, uh, a word uh, that the Lord brought to me at about it was right 4:30, right before kind of prayer started, and it it, it stopped talking about that that strafing and or that strafing, and in that definition, it said that it said that to attack ground troops or installations, and so when there is an airstrike involved. Watch this. The person has the ability to look from above down into the earth and see that there is a structure that have been constructed that people that are on the ground know nothing about. Yeah, that's the reason why they're sent in the air. They are sent in the air so that they can survey the air. So they can see, oh, wait a minute, they're they, they building a hut right here. Something is going, I, I, I see the ground uh, is disturbed, which means they're planting something right here. And so if it's something that is not identifiable, then they report that to uh, the Pentagon. And then the Pentagon declares an airstrike. And so the airstrike is destroyed that thing. We don't know what it is, it doesn't belong to the United States it is foreign to us and this is a construction of the enemy and this is the reason why God will cause us to come in the air are you listening are you listening people in the audience tonight are you listening so here we are called to destroy installations 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 it's a place or position or something that is connected. Installation is an act of installing. I like this definition. Any more or less permanent post, a camp, a station, a base, or the like, watch this, people, for the support or carrying on of military activity. So we often are are, are told that, that, that we are in the army of the Lord. How many times have we heard that? That we are in the army of the Lord. We are in the army of the Lord. And so here it's talking about the enemy establishing installations so that they can be supported to carry on military activities. In other words, the enemy is setting up stations so that he can be assured that when he strikes, He's going to hit the target because he set up a station so that he can watch you for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why uh, they do installations because they don't, they don't just, you know, the enemy is smart, but he's not smarter than God. Yeah, yeah. He'll sit and survey. I tell people all the time, the devil got time because he understands the appointed time. He understands that because he was in the heavens. So he understands. Uh, how important it is not to jump the gun so he will wait patiently until he knows that whatever he's about to deploy it is going to be a target and it is going to succeed the weapon that he throws is going to succeed and so he establishes these things he established these things let's talk about some of those installations number one Proverbs 4 and 23 The enemy will try to set up installations in the heart. And I'm not just talking about the heart that is in the chest, because the heart that's in the chest has a memory code. I want you to hear this. It has a memory code. The heart that is in your chest is not the heart that you learn from. The true heart of man is in his mind. Lord Jesus, the true heart, the true heart of man is in his mind. It sits, as medical scientists have proven, it sits in the thalamus, is considered as the heart of the mind. It is where conversion takes place. So when you are converted, uh, the thalamus is converted, even though that there's more information that is coming into the hippocampus and, and, and you're constantly, constantly learning. When that part of the mind becomes converted, It will require new information if it is to remain converted. Lord have mercy. Or it will be converted back. In other words, it will go back to an old belief system. And so it will require you to feed it. Not just just one day a week. Not, Not just reading one or two scriptures. But to feed it, to meditate on the word day and night. And so here, the heart of the mind takes in the information. And when the information, watch this, is fed through the hippocampus and it's fed, it develops a memory system in it. And so then a behavior, a behavior is developed. That's why you can always tell people, they say, well, you know, I, 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 I know I love the Lord, and I know, and I know I'm saying, "Mm mm." There's a behavior that comes with that. Something happens when you have been converted. Your behavior will tell the story, and this is what the Word of God confirms for us: that there will be something different about you. There is no way that we can confess that we have been converted and we remain the same. You haven't been converted. You've been touched. You cried. You got tears. You have an emotion, you have goosebumps, but based on things that I've seen lately in, on Facebook and Instagram, they got, they got a bird out there that's speaking tongues. They got a gorilla out there dancing in water on shouting music, so that don't, that don't mean nothing because you can dance or shout or, or I feel it. Conversion is not, that's not what conversion is. Conversion is something happened to the heart of my mind and I was changed. And the things that I used to do, I just can't do them anymore. Even though I'm trying to still do them, I can't do it anymore because my heart has been converted. So when the heart is converted and the word of God is fed in that heart consistently, what happens, Dr. Bynum? Then the behavior starts, and the heart that is in the chest computes that behavior. Oh my god. It computes that behavior. And I wrote the book, Matters of the Heart, many years ago. It was one of my bestsellers. It's still selling to this day. Matters of the Heart. Talked about a heart code, how how the behavior of the person gets into the fiber of the heart. And when they take that heart out of an individual and they put it in another individual, that individual will begin to act like that person. They will begin to take on similar characteristics that 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 individual have. And, and, And scientists are just baffled. And they said, because there must be some type of memory code in there. But let me say this to you, the powerful thing about that, the powerful thing about that kind of memory code, if that is true and medical scientists have proven that to literally be the truth, then we cannot claim that we now possess the heart of God when the behavior of God is no longer in us. Because if that's the truth, then we ought to begin to pick up his characteristics. Are you listening? Are you listening? So here it says here, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance. And above all that, watch this, and above all that you guard, for out of it flow the springs of life. Out of the, watch this, out of the heart will flow the refreshing, when you see that word springs, the refreshing, the, the, the outpouring will come from that. Number two, the second installation that we must guard. And this is why we pray, people. This is why we pray. Because we have been assigned an enemy from the pit of hell. And we just can't walk around here dancing and and, and like we just in some kind of la-la land. This is why we pray. We pray to maintain our posture. Yeah, yeah. We pray to maintain posture. We pray that we remain positioned to the point that we are the individuals that walk in victory and we're not always the ones that are under attack. It says here, Ephesians 4 and 22 and 28. Strip yourselves of your former nature. No, God, 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 take it off me. That ain't what, this didn't say that. God, just, just get it off me. Mm-mm, strip yourself. You, you, you do it. Strip yourself. You, you do it. You strip it off. Strip yourself of your former nature. Put off and discard your old, unrenewed self, which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lusts and desires that spring from delusion. So wait a minute. If out of the heart flows the issues of life, and, and, and out of the heart, it springs forth, then, then here we got another spring going on. We got a spring going on that is a spring of delusion. And so now, your mind, it has been converted into perversion. And so now we become delusional. Now, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, 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 how do you know when we are delusional? When we, when we don't pray, we don't fast, we don't live right, but yet we believe that God is getting ready to give us all kinds of breakthroughs and miracles, that's delusional, people. That's delusional. When we say all the time, well, 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 well Dr. Bottom, I don't know why you said that because I ain't going to let nobody judge me. You can't judge me. Can't nobody judge me. No, but we can judge your fruit. We can't judge where you're going, but we can judge your fruit. We can look at your fruit and tell where you're going. Come on, people, come on, people, let's, 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 let's come out of this, 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 this springing forth of something that's delusional. I put nothing into my walk with God, and I'm expecting everything out of it. And it's something how you hear people say all the time, well, God ain't did it for me yet. I, I, I don't know, I, I don't know nothing about all this, because I, I, I thought he was going to do it. I'm just, I'm just leaving the Lord. And that's why when people get saved and I go and and I I run a revival or whatever and I invite people to the altar to be saved and I always say this to people and this this is worthy of me repeating this tonight. I ask people, how old are you? And some of them say to me, oh, I'm 30 years old, I'm 40 years old, I'm 55, you know, I'm 47. I'm, I'm I said, well, as many years as you gave the devil to shape and form your life into what it is now, before you quit on God, you need to give God the same 30 years. Or else you're not being fair to God. Now, I just said something right there. You're not being fair to God to quit on him in six months when you gave the enemy 60 years. How are you going to walk out on God's transformational process when you did not leave the enemy while he was transforming you? Oh, my God. Somebody in here need to say something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, you strip off your old former nature. Put off and discard your old unrenewed self, which characterized, listen to this, listen to this, which characterized your previous manner of life. In other words, your previous manner of life had a characterization to it. And when that previous form of life is brought over into this life that you call saved, then something is wrong with the conversion. Then somebody is delusional. Woo, my God. We We still see you doing the same thing. And we learn today in prayer This is a critical hour, people. We are living in a critical hour. And you cannot afford for Jesus Christ not to be with you. No, I'm telling you, today, this morning in prayer, that thing got me today. Listen, just to hear that revelation again, that Jesus is right by me. He is with me. He is right here. He attends to my ways. He sees about me. He ministers to me. So how in the world? Can you afford for God not to be with you? Because the Bible tells us today that the wicked, it, he's far from the wicked. Woo my God. It says, discard your old unrenewed self, which characterize your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through the lust and desires that spring from. Thank you for tuning in today, and I pray that the word of the Lord today, it changed your life and it charged you. You know, we have been offering as a love gift, the prayer kit and praying for the third dimension collection. But I'd like to take a moment today to give you just a little history about where all of this came from. And I know that when you're looking around the body of Christ in different places, people are really, really not understanding the power of this cloth and the sacredness of it. When I was about 9 or 10 years old, my, my aunt and my mother used to wrap up in white sheets, and they would, they would pray when our family needed a miracle. And as a young child, I would watch the Lord perform unusual miracles when they would go into those times of fasting and praying. And as the years went on, my mother then bought me a white sheet. And I know it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. And she said, you have to always have something that you can connect with that has nothing to do with your everyday life. But that is the thing that you go and you, you wrap up in that. And that is your connection, your faith connection between you and God. And this is where you, you tell everything around you. You know, back up for a minute because I have to go to God because I need a miracle and I need God to do only what God can do. And she bought me mine and I, I wore it for years and I, I ministered with it and I prayed with it. And one day she walked in the house and she said, God told me to go and buy you this. This was more than 30 years ago, people. And it was my first to eat. And she said, I don't know all of what this means, Nita, but I know God told me to give this to you and have you to study it. And for more than 30 years, I have studied everything I could possibly put my hands on concerning this garment. And it is not something that I play with. As a matter of fact, when I received my PhD, I wrote my dissertation on the Talit, what is this? And I believe that the body of Christ really need to understand that God is calling us as a body to come under the tallit and pray. And this is my belief. I read something in a book that will bless you. It said a man had cancer and the doctor gave him a special medicine that he believed was going to cure from cancer. And the man took the medicine and, and he was cured. And the minute the news report came out that this particular cancer medicine, it wasn't effective, the man believed the report and all of his tumors returned. Then the doctor decided to just shoot him with some saline water and he believed it. And when he believed it, his tumors began to disappear. The minute he heard that whatever the solution was, it wasn't effective for cancer, all of his tumors came back. What does that mean? there is something that is in the brain that is guided by God that gives you the power to believe when you connect to what is true in your spirit. And when you believe that God is a healer and that God is a deliverer and you connect with someone in faith, I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. You are going to receive an answer from the Lord. That's right, I believe that and this is why we're offering the prayer kit. In 2017, the Lord gave me an open vision in prayer and I saw this prayer kit and he told me to put it together and I did with the anointing oil and a consecration bottle in here for fasting. And I put it together and then he said, sit it aside. And so from 2017 until 2020, when the Lord told me to bring it out, I'm telling you, I have seen miracles that is beyond believable. People that were getting ready to go into the hospital for a, a, a colostomy. And all of a sudden, I sent the prayer kit to them, and now the doctor is saying their bowels are moving by itself. People that have been in comas, that had not opened their eyes and just laying there. We sent the prayer kit to them. And not only uh, there's the woman of God, she has her eyes open, but she's now talking and off of the ventilator. Young man almost was murdered had his throat slit and the doctor said he wouldn't make it his mother came by this studio and picked up a prayer kit and took it to the hospital and that young man walked out of that hospital room alive and well i'm telling you people of god i believe in god i believe in what he says and the operators are standing by i believe the lord is calling you to connect with the prayer in this room do you not know in 2020 For eight months the Lord wouldn't allow me to leave out of this building and I slept in this room on the altar right down there with the prayer shawls and I spoke the word of the Lord and I read the scripture and I told God let the prayer shawls be the disciples that go into the homes all over the world and I'm telling you the miracle testimonies that we have received and one day you know probably on a Friday I'm going to do Testimony Day and read a stack of these testimonies that have come through our office. And I'm telling you, God is not finished yet. And he will answer you, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you just trust and believe. And so I'm asking you today to do yourself a favor and connect with me in prayer. That's right. I want to connect with you. And as we send this prayer kit to your home, I'm telling you, The connection of the intercession in this building, it is going to reach your house. And I've had people to tell me that when they opened up the box, they could feel the presence of the Lord because this is not something that we play with. The operators are standing by. The number is right there on the screen. Pick up the phone now. I'm telling you, it's time for you to stretch your faith. And it's not over. And I'm telling you, I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. And why? Because you're looking at a miracle. That's right. I am a miracle. And I tell people all the time that prayer doesn't just change things. Prayer changes everything. It will change the situation or it will change you in it. That's right. But it will change. I believe God for you. Operators are standing by. Make that call right now.
1: All believers want to understand the power, purpose, and protocol of effective prayer. For your love gift of just $33 or more, Dr. Juanita Bynum will rush you a collection titled Praying from the Third Dimension. In it, you will receive her powerful teaching book highlighting these important topics, the pattern our Lord outlined in the temple, how our communication with God can yield results in our lives, and the purpose of prayer and communicating with God. An in-depth workbook will also be included, allowing you to study along with the teachings, answering questions, and taking your understanding to a whole new level. Call right away and we'll also include a Kingdom Navigation Passport. In this compact booklet, you will find every scripture relating to life's most challenging circumstances. To order your Praying from the Third Dimension package, simply go to www.wanitabynum.com or call 631-886-7444.